Kaboo is a professional development platform designed to meet learners where they are by providing engaging learning experiences, peer learning opportunities, and coaching. We don't just teach you new concepts, we help you apply those concepts in your day-to-day -day work life. Welcome to Kaboo's 16th Minute Podcast. I'm Rebecca Dobrinsky, the product owner for Kaboo's content team and the host of the 16th Minute. At Kavu, we use the term 16th minute for topics that come up during our 15 minute daily scrum, but need more of a discussion. It's a great way to let your team know that you need a bit more clarification on something you're working on, or simply need some time to talk through an idea. Let's get this episode 16th minute started. Today's guest is Melissa Blanchard, Kavu's e-learning and instructional design developer and our podcast producer. During the pandemic, everyone talked about the great resignation and how people, especially women, were changing careers. Melissa and I will be talking about how she changed industries and her work at Kavu. Melissa Blanchard is Kavu's e-learning and instructional design developer and our 16th minute podcast producer. As a Birmingham native, she enjoys art and music festivals and going to her favorite record stores in town. After owning her own business and several years in the music industry, she made a career shift. Melissa credits much of her success to Innovate Birmingham for getting her foot in the tech industry's door. She holds active Scrum Master, Product Owner, and Scrum at Scale certifications. So Melissa and I work closely together, and she's pretty much my right-hand human. She's also the one who came up with the idea of Kavu doing a podcast, so we wouldn't be here in this episode without her. Welcome, Melissa. Hey. So as they say, let's begin at the beginning. What was your journey to Kavu? Well, um, I worked in the music industry for over five years, and I thought that was going to be it. I thought that was going to be my career for the rest of my life. I loved music, and I loved what I did. I didn't want to do anything different. But then COVID hit, and we know how things went with COVID. It flipped my world upside down because shows and everything just literally stopped. Um, so I had to do something different to support my family. So I went to, um, a coding bootcamp, Innovate Birmingham. Um, after I finished that, a good friend of mine that also worked at Innovate Birmingham was friends with Chris at Sagayo at the time. Um, and so she just put out a call saying Sagayo needed somebody. So I applied at Sagayo, got the job. So I did an on-the-job training to get the job, mm -hmm. but they loved me so much <laughs> that I um and I okay, I loved you guys too. So we um kept it up and I that's how I got here. Well, you were already part of the team that was creating content when I started on that team as well. So I really, like I said in the beginning, you um, you and I have become an integral part of working together. And I think that's really important because, you know, we work well together and we laugh a lot, which is also really important. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so besides... COVID and the pandemic and the music industry kind of tanking for a, a doing a temporary tank. The music industry is not tanked. Um, 
what made you decide to change besides the whole economics? Because in, I mean, you probably could have waited it out or done a few other things, but you've completely changed careers. You're not going back to the music industry. Now you're in the tech field. So what made you decide to do that and not just go back to the music industry when the industry came back? Right. So honestly, like when I was a, a teenager growing up, I wanted to be in the tech industry. I wanted to do coding. And I wanted to do basically the stuff that I do now. Um, but 15 years ago, when I was starting out my career, it was more of a man's world. Mm-hmm. And so women in the tech industry was even less common than it is now. Yeah. And so I just let that fear when I was when I was younger, I let that fear stop me. But COVID kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone and kind of forced me to look at my other interests besides, you know, music. And that's really the tech industry is really like the only other thing that I've ever like been passionate about besides like music. Um, So it kind of just like made sense to go this route. (laughs) Let's talk about what you do here at Kabu. Okay. I am an e-learning and instructional design developer, and I'm the uh, one of the producers for the podcast. So Mateo, you know, he does that with me too. But mostly, I um, just create content for Kavu because um, it's not only courses and instructional design. It's not only podcast, but that's just, that's the majority and where the main Uh, focus of my work is. Talk about the skills you use when you're creating a course. Okay, so the course development process is actually a really long process. We have mastered it somewhat um, to condense that time a lot. We have, Mm -hmm. you know, we've really worked on that. I do a lot of copywriting We will, you know, figure out the design and the layout of the slides and the courses. We as a collective, um, our team, I suppose, will decide on graphics and what graphics really relay that information that we're trying to get across to the user. And we record the lessons. We edit everything all of the footage and and then so once we as a team do all of these things then I go and I throw it all together so it's a team effort I can't take the credit for for all of it at all because if it wasn't for our team it would take me so much longer to get anything done But just that process is, that's just basically the process of of how we do it. It's kind of like putting a puzzle together. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So what kind of skills do you think someone would need to start doing something like this, this instructional and e-learning design? Well, you have to have at least somewhat of an eye for design. You need to know like how to like space the graphics and the words and 
So it doesn't look crowding. Um, you want to know how to best get the information to the learners and for them to retain that information as well. Because it's one thing for us to just show it to them. We we want them to learn, you know, what we're, mm-hmm. we're teaching them. Um, so that is always a really big focus. And I would say you need to try to, um, you have, it's a lot of like self-paced work. So you do need to have some good time management skills. But the thing with that I loved so much about Scrum was that helped me. That helped me stay on task. It helped me like manage my time better and organize my time better. So that way I'm not just like squirrely all over the place. Yeah, I totally get that. You know, we are both products of our own training. So we both learned Scrum through the boot camps that we offer here at Kabu, which is kind of exciting that, you know, we don't just teach it, but we teach ourselves it too. So when you go come into Kavu um, as an employee, you do take the boot camp so you can better understand Scrum and how we're doing Scrum. So it's one thing to tell folks who come work for us why they should do the uh, educational opportunities that we have at Kavu because it helps them become better employees and helps them work better and understand how we work. What would you tell others who have come across the Kavu platform and why they should be involved in how we teach? I think one of the the things that we we try to remember when we teach is we try to make it fun and mm-hmm. engaging. We don't want it to be just some boring like reading words and um, a monotonous robot or something speaking to you, like Siri, you know, playing back what we're saying. Um, We try to make it interesting. Mm -hmm. And um, not only do we try to make it engaging and fun, I honestly believe we have some of the best, like, leaders and just all around people in the agile community and i feel like the the stuff and the information that we get from the people and the creators and the trainers that we have we really do our job and we we try to make sure that we get the best that we can And so we do have, you know, that when you listen to our, our content or our courses that you can trust and believe what we're saying, because Mm -hmm. we vet it, we vet the people that we, we use and we're really invested in our users, um, professional growth. We want them to be able to succeed professionally from our content. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love how we don't just teach it. We help you apply it and we coach you through it. And we don't just 
there you go. Fly away out of the mess. We help nurture your educational journey. So that is always and, a really great thing to to do for people. Yeah. And then not only that, we also like we're engaging with our users too on our platform. So mm-hmm. you can always like reach us on kavu.co on our platform and we'll help you with questions or um sometimes I've seen Chris on LinkedIn commenting on some of our learners' posts and giving them insight and stuff. So it's not just like core stuff. You get so much more information from us and not just from our courses. I love that. And I think that's a great way to wrap today. So I think that's it for us. And thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We've both been super busy. So it was nice to for us to get some time together, even if it's for public consumption. Yeah. And I'm sure you're going to be glad to getting back to the other side of the microphone once we're done with this. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And we'll see you next time. The 16th Minute is brought to you by our sponsor, Sagayo. Start your technology journey and transform your business with Sagayo's innovative business technology services. Visit sagayo.io today. This episode of the Kavu 16th Minute is brought to you by Kavu Benefit Corporation. The 16th Minute is hosted by Rebecca Dabrinsky and is produced by Melissa Blanchard. Audio production is done by Melissa Blanchard and Matteo Antello. The logo was created by Melissa Crochet. And our resident scrum master, Matteo Antello, keeps us all in line so we can bring you these episodes. Thank you.